Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Testing on the microphone, see how the sound is coming through. It's your boy, Uncolgan. How do you do? Yo, what's up? Welcome to this week's podcast. As I said, it's your boy, Mr. OG in the house. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, just got back from Belfast, had two, sorry, three and a half hour journey down from there. Great place. Love the energy, love the food, love the conversations. Thanks for having me, guys. And also a big shout out to everyone that's came to any of the shows so far. Really do appreciate it. Um, back in Conde Mayo, County Mayo, in the west of Ireland there. And the cold nights are coming in and the turf fires are on. And the lads have their boots on beside the fire while sipping a nice cup of tea and a couple of biscuits maybe a custard cream if you will and also a slice of brack and it feels good to be back I'm not going to lie to you um, <clears throat> excuse me I uh, the journey down I, I stopped off in a place called Grohin I don't know if you've ever heard of that place it's called Grohin and it's in Tyrone there and um, speaking of Tyrone I at that time that Mayo played Tyrone in the All-Ireland Final this year actually that was and Tyrone beat Mayo Heartbreak Hotel it was very sad but what can you do fair play to Tyrone for winning but before I went into the game I met this fella outside the stadium and he was like come on the fuck Tyrone and I was like come on the fuck Mayo and we were like two bulls in a china shop and we started hugging anyways and then we took a few pictures together never saw each other again until went up to Belfast and there he was we shook hands in a room and sound skin and I tell you one thing I really feckin like the crack up there love the scene you'd be half tempted to move up I was never and it never really crossed my radar to um, to move into somewhere like Belfast but <clears throat> excuse me I because I, I was Galway first then I went to Cork and then I went to where did I go to then I went back to Mayo I think and then I went to Dublin and that was it then I think so, never crossed my mind to go to Belfast, but Jesus, it's a great place. Great, great, great place. So, big shout out to everyone that came out anyways, and I really do appreciate it. How's everyone else getting on out there in the big bad world? Any crack yourself? Did you have a good weekend of it? What time is it now? It's 21.13 on the dot. How do I know this? Because I've got this Fitbit, and I wanted to talk a small brief bit about the Fitbit before we get into the, the meat and veg of this week's conversation Fitbit, I must say it's a handy little number to have in your arm there because, you know, sometimes you don't know what time it is and then boom, just check the time straight away. Sometimes you don't know how much you slept. You know when you wake up in the morning and you're like, fuck, I don't know, did I have a good sleep there? Was it a bad sleep? I might have had three hours. And again, I have to take into account that every morning I get awoken by a crow at the window tapping every, every morning. I seriously want to do something to this fella but then you'd feel bad then if you took out a shotgun and killed him so I can't do that it's not fair to the crow he was here first but still so this Fitbit sometimes I wake up in the morning I look at how much I've slept thinking okay maybe I had a good sleep and it could be five hours 32 minutes and you're like jeez maybe I'm not sleeping that much they reckon you need eight hours sleep so um, I don't know I'm going to have to start maybe getting some better sleep I think but I suppose that's all down to me having to deal with these crows knocking every 
every every morning around six o'clock, all you hear is ba 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 on the window, and it never stops. But someday it better, because I might flip. Now, what's a tasty treat to eat on the bypass? Maybe you're traveling late at night. Maybe you're driving somewhere during the daytime. You get a bit hungry. You ask yourself, okay, where am I going to get a bit of food? Will I get it in a garage? Will I bring my own sandwiches? Will I go into a shop? Depending on where you go, you probably have your own preference. So the question I'm asking today is, what's the best treat to have on the hard shoulder? For me, it would be a pack of Oreos. That's something that I've only got into recently. I often overlooked the Oreo packet. Um, They are nice. They're very nice. They've got that creaminess in the middle and then the chocolate either side, like a blanket of love. I love it to bits. I could finish off a packet in one sitting, not a bother to me. And that's something that I would normally go for. But it could be anything. Could be I go into a shop, I could buy those um, family packets of twirls or family packet of uh, Twixes and eat them in the car. Maybe a couple of packets of crisps. Might even have a few grapes, mix them all in together. Just a little treat there for yourself. And then if it comes down to a drink, well, it could be a coffee, but I'm kind of trying to give them up as well. So normally I might go for, could be a bottle of water, but then the odd time it could be a can of Coke. And I know that they're not great to be drinking, but still, whatever formula they're putting in those cans of Coke, by just they know what they're doing by you. They've, they've known for a very long time Christmas. They've taken over the colours of Christmas. Can you believe that? Anyways, the reason why I bring this up is because, like everyone, everyone's busier now because we're just getting back into the routine of getting out there again, getting out in the car, driving around the place, or maybe you're going back into the office, or maybe you're outside more for some reason because there's less restrictions now. So now we're kind of getting back into the groove of things and, you know, you're you're kind of, you don't have time to be sitting down. So that's why I'm bringing that up. Recently, I had to clean out my car and I was absolutely horrified with the stuff that I found on and under the seats, in the dash, in the boot. I had to do a full, full clean of the car. Went over with the bag, those crisp packets. There was empty packets of Viscounts. There was Twix wrappers, Yorkie, Yorkie strewn everywhere. Like just chocolate lumps left all over the place. And I thought to myself, I should have really been on top of all this. Packed lunches, there'd be uh, empty fruit bags, there'd be... What else would it be? Just Yazoo bottles. Stuff that you'd be looking at going, what was I thinking when I bought that? What was it? What was on my mind? But sure as a man says, if you're not looked at a fucking sweet for yourself, show what are you doing? Now, I got a question in here from a fella called Kevin. He's from Longford. How are you, Kevin, in Longford? And he said, what's your favourite car? Mine's a Subaru Impreza. I thought to myself, whoa, what a car that is. I'll never forget playing Gran Turismo 1 when... The Subaru Impreza wasn't the fastest car, but boy, did it stick to the road. Whatever they were putting in those wheels for the Subaru, just the way it pushed down on either side of the car when it was going around turns. I don't know the technical terms of what I'm talking about, but you know the way when the wheel sticks to the floor. So that 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 has to be up there in the top three, that car. But if I was to choose, um, I'd say I like the Dodge Viper. I do like the Dodge Viper ever since playing Gran Turismo 1 again. I liked the Dodge Viper, the red the red paint and the white stripes. An amazing, amazing car. Absolutely gorge. 
I'd love to be driving around town in one of those. But then you have to think the other side too. How much would that cost you on fuel, tax, all that other stuff. I do know that if the car is over, I think, 30 years old, you have to pay no tax or maybe one euro per year on the tax of the car. But some of those classic cars get away with that because they're already 30 or 40 years old. I think it's 40 years, actually. But uh, I'm sure someone else will know. But I always liked the Honda Civic as well with the spoiler. Driving around town, it was like a, it was like a mini reptile driving around, just cutting through the air. I liked that car a lot now, but um, well, it's, I used to always like the BMW 5 Series as well. I always liked the good old BMW. Expensive. People used to always say to me, no, never get yourself a BMW because they're expensive to fix. And the car itself is just the starting price. But you'll be, some people say you'll be forever fixing them. But then you see a lot of them on the road and they're overtaking you and you're like, fucking that's a class car. And they look like they're going so quick. And they look so safe. But at the same time, I think the old school cars are the best. The Toyota Starlet. Great car. Toyota Carina. Yes, please. The Toyota Corolla. There you go. Three of the best cars you'll probably ever drive. They're not as good as they used to be. Or maybe they're not as big as they used to be. You see a lot more um, Skodas on the road. You see a lot more Hyundais. You see a lot more... What other ones do you see? Fords. You see a lot of Fords on the roads. BMWs, Audis. Um, not as many Toyotas as you once would have seen in Ireland. But, oh, if you want to get a car for yourself, get yourself a Toyota Carina. You, know, you, just, you go to the moon in that car. If there was a bypass to the moon, the Toyota Carina would be the first car you'd take. An absolutely amazing machine. I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Everyone on Patreon for supporting the podcast. Thanks very much. Really do appreciate it, and I couldn't do it without you. Thanks a million. And also, I want to thank Golden Bake for your continued support. Your delicious jamons continue to rock my world. And check out bcr.ie. They are looking for tradespeople to work on the sites. Want to know more? Check the link in my Instagram bio. Thank you, bye. Years ago, I played football for one of the local teams. I, I was pretty nifty. I remember getting a call up one evening, uh, the team hadn't been playing so good so they were looking for a, a striker. So I turned up to the pitch one day with a bag on my back, football boots, shin guards and gloves. So the manager comes over to me and he goes, look we're stuck, we're down to nine lads, we're going to need you to come on left back. So I said, yeah, whatever, fine, I can do that. As I was coming on, I slipped and I hurt my toe and I had to be rushed to the hospital. By the time I got to the hospital, the other team's manager was there waiting for me. He says, we want you to play. I said, I can't, I've just hurt my toe. He says, we'll pay the difference. So I hopped on a plane back to the game with my toe strapped up, playing for the opposition, up front. So the ball lands into me, hits off my chest. I nutmeg the first guy, nutmeg the second guy, do a 1-2 with one of our greatest players and then I kick the ball in the top corner I score a peach of a goal run down to the fans shake hands with everyone they all thank me and I walk away that day never to play ball never again to play ball never again to play ball again the boom was back so times were good everyone in town was looking busy and looking sharp a great atmosphere was through the town as I walked down the main street wearing a leather jacket 
leather boots, leather shoes, leather gloves, and looking not bad at all. I walked into a local pub, and who did I meet there but a woman from Austria. I walked over to her and I said, hey, how you getting on, how's it going? She goes, yeah, good, what's your name? Maybe we should talk. So we sat at the bar, sipping away on margaritas, and then on to the gin and tonics. And as we became closer and conversated about things that nobody knew, a friend of mine walks in the bar. Hey, how you do? He said. His name was Pablo. I'm good, Pablo. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. Come on, Pablo. What's the plan tonight? Me and you, we go out. I said, good job. Good job. Good job. So Pablo left. Not before giving me a high five handshake. Five euro into the back pocket. And I continued to talk with my new Austrian friend. Hey, I might be going out tonight for a couple of scoops if you fancy the crack. Yeah, I'd love to join you. Hey, are you on Bebo? We both laughed. Because Bebo had been closed down for over 10 years. Now I knew that I'd met, potentially, my soulmate. I went back to the house to get changed. I put on some brand new clothes that I had just bought. Clothes that fitted my body so perfectly. That if you see me on the street, you'd be like, Oh, Jesus. Look at the tight arsheen on him. Probably I didn't even look like that. But as long as you feel that way, sure isn't that all that matters. I got another message in from a lady called Kira, and she said to me, What do you prefer, cats or dogs? And I suppose my answer to that would be, It depends on which one I'm looking at. Give me a dog most days of the week, but some days I'll take a cat, a nice friendly cat, a cat you can hang around with, a cat that won't bite you or won't try to cut you with its absolutely deadly claws. But I do like cats a lot. They're nice to have inside. They're handier for the city as well. I had a cat years ago called Chico, and I think I brought him up here before on the podcast. But what happened was when I turned 30, my friend said to me, well, we get a cat. And I said, that's a great idea. Let's, let's get a cat together, the three of us. And we bought this cat on the internet. And um, lovely fellow, we called him Chico because it was the only word that we knew in Spanish. And uh, we had the cat then in the house. And it was a lovely time. This was during the World Cup as well. I think it was around the time where um, Germany hammered Brazil. I think it was that World Cup. So it was a great time. The weather was brilliant. Living with two great friends and swords there. And we had the cat Chico. And it was an amazing time. And actually it was around Christmas time as well. Where because, you know, at Christmas time when you're living with people, everyone goes home to their own counties or some people stay. But some people go home to their own counties. And uh, one of my friends was going one part of the city. Another friend was going to Monaghan and I was going back to Mayo. But then, you see, at Christmas time we had the cat so we couldn't really leave the cat for too long. So sometimes the cat, though, if you let him out the window, he'd, he'd be gone for like a day or two and you'd be worried about him. But he'd always come back. But at Christmas time, if you go down, we'll say if you're, you know, the latest, you'd be leaving your house normally if you're living in the city or what I used to do anyway would be the 24th. 
I'd never really leave on the 25th. It'd be always at le- 24th latest, but I'd try to get back to Mayo for maybe 22nd or 23rd because you might want to go out since the, uh, Christmas Eve, I should say. So you'd try and get down there like a few days before that. But anyways, it was the 24th and all of us were going in different directions. And where was Chico going to go? So I, well, the three of us, we, we kind of got stuff together for the, the cat. But my friend went, my other friend went. So then I was there with the cat and I was like hanging out there in the living room and thinking, okay, I'm going to push it for as long as I can. But I don't want to be the last person driving on the bypass on the 24th of December when everyone's at home and, you know, listening to Christmas music or maybe you're having a a glass of Baileys or something like that. And I didn't want to be that person, you know. So I was there to Chico. I was like, okay, I'm going to head off now. And we had he had all his food there. So he had loads of stuff. The window was open. He could get in and out as he wanted. There was a bowl, loads of bowls of water. There was... um, a scratching pole from he had everything he wanted it was warm inside the apartment absolutely everything food inside there the way he had the way the way he used to get in it was only he knew that way to get into the house nobody else on the planet knew the way to get into the house like that cat so no other species could be in there so he was safe he was he was in a very good position but anyways christmas day we all started to worry about the cat we're like oh maybe we should check in on the cat but you know, then we're coming traffic and everything, trying to get back into the city. So yeah, we were like thinking, fuck it, what are we going to do? So I said, I'll come up and I'll I'll have a look for the cat there on St. Stephen's Day. So I came up again anyways. And the plan was to come up, get the cat, go back down to Mayo. So I came up anyways and I seen Chico there and gave him a bit of food. And we hopped on the bus together, the bus in the city. And I had Chico in a bag with me and he had his head out the bag. But... We were sitting down the back of the bus and the bus was completely quiet, like this was Christmas time. So I had the cat in the bag anyways. And then this lady walks into the bus and she goes, she could she could hear the cat meowing in the bag. But she was kind of looking at me going, she goes, cat in the bag? I go, yeah, we've, I've got a cat in the bag there. But I never told the bus driver. So I didn't really want to pardon the, the metaphor, but let, or not metaphor, but the saying, let the cat out of the bag. So... I had to get off the bus because the cat kept meowing. And then I thought, fuck it, what am I going to do now? I want to be home for Christmas. I obviously can't leave the cat here over the Christmas. So my friend came back anyways. In fairness to him, he he looked after the cat. And the cat spent a great Christmas with a few people in um, Monaghan, I believe it was. Or maybe it was it was Kildare or somewhere like that. But that's where he lives now, the cat. And... So to answer your question, yeah, I do like cats. I do like them, but I like dogs too. I've I've had lovely dogs over the years. We had three dogs in a row called Prince, and they were lovely dogs. And at the moment now we have like a, a dog that's kind of like a mix between, you could say a mix between a Border Collie and a German Shepherd and a bit of a pig because it's hard to know what he is. But um, I was only thinking the other day, wouldn't it be lovely if you could just have a, a monkey as a pet? Just hang around the house with a monkey, just doing stuff, going for walks together, watching television, all that kind of stuff, scrolling. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question, I think, I think I'll go for the dogs, but cats, very strong second. Well, folks, that's all I got time for this week, but thank you very much for listening again. Um, I'm going to start doing longer ones and visual ones, I think, as well, because I think that that's the way to go with these podcasts. So, I, um, 
the tour I've got a few more gigs to go now but as soon as that's done now I'm going to start doing some visual podcasts and want to say thanks to everybody for listening really appreciate it very kind of you now to be listening and um, I might make another one as well tomorrow so if you've got any questions for me anything you want to get off your chest send them on to me tomorrow I will answer them and I also have as I said two gigs coming up this week in Dublin so I'm kind of my mind is kind of panicked with that so I'm trying to I'm thinking about putting as much time into that now as I can even though I've been putting in as much time as I can the last few weeks you know so um, but and then I have Wexford after that then and then Kildare I think and um, looking forward now to doing them and then I'm looking forward to the Christmas as well I'm really looking forward to Christmas this year I don't know what it is I don't know if it's the idea of nice uh, food and turkey and all that stuff or maybe it's the movies or maybe just hanging out with family but looking forward to it anyways and uh, looking forward to seeing you guys along the road or maybe chatting to you over the podcast or wherever it may be but look after yourself chat to you soon Jabless. bless